Hey, everybody, this is Kyle Brandt. You know me from Good Morning Football. I'm the guy who screams about angry runs. And you're listening to Hey Kids, this is Titans Talk with Kaysen. You're going to love it. Everybody, this is Kaysen, and welcome back to another episode of Hey Kids, This is Titans Talk with Kaysen, a very official Tennessee Titans podcast. Joining me today, as always, my co-host, my mom. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I couldn't help it because, you know, the last home game we had with the, the referee. The meme, I know. <laughs> yeah. The gif, it's so funny. I'm going to have to play it. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, hey, hey. hey. It's just hilarious, right? Honestly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And when it happened, we were that crowd. We were in the crowd that said, hey. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty funny. <laughs> anyway, hi, hi. We're back in the studio. And Titans win. Titans win. Titans win again. What did we win? We won the number one seed in the American Football Conference, <laughs> which means we will have home field advantage the entire playoffs. Unbelievable high five. Oh my gosh, tighten up. That's amazing. Tighten up. This is what we wanted. Yeah. This is what we wanted. This is what we hoped for. And we knew, I don't know, going into it, I just had a feeling that the Texans were going to give us a hard time. Yeah. Because they gave us a really bad time here in Nissan Stadium. Yeah, but the team, they knew what they had to fix and they went out there and fixed it. And I'm really just proud of how hard the guys have worked. Yeah. And honestly, this has just been an incredible year for them. It has really been. Yeah. I think you said I'm, it perfectly. I'm proud to say I'm a Titans fan. Me too, babe. Well, first, let's get into what the score was. What was the final? 28 to 25 Titans. That's right. And I had anxiety. Same. <laughs> it was a real nail biter. It was. And we're just so proud of the team. And we're excited. We're, I know I'm speaking for you, but we're really just honored to be a part of the, the Titans family because really yeah. that's what we are. And wow. one thing that they treat all of the fans is the fans, you listener too, are part of the Titans family if you're listening to this every week and listening to the games, watching the games, supporting the team any way you do. You're part of the Titans fam and, you know, we're honored to be right there with you. So we want to jump in. We're going to have some of the elements that we usually have out because why? Because we have a first round bye. And what that means is that we don't have to play on wild card weekend. We already have a set spot in the divisional playoffs. Woot woot. I know. It's so great. And then it's the games are going to be here, but we'll talk about those more in just a little bit. Kaysen, what was your favorite play of the game? Julio's touchdown. Oh, yeah. That Honestly, that was so cool to see. and We've been waiting for it all year. Yeah. All uh, season. He, he would have almost gotten his first one back in Seattle, but mm-hmm. unfortunately that was called back because the ref saw that his oh. foot stepped out. But he was just – He really didn't. Yeah. I, I did not agree with that call, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it was an inch. It was just an inch away. So I can see how the officials can make that mistake, but – yeah, that's being nice of the officials. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, so, 
Uh, that was definitely really cool uh, to see Julio. That's his first touchdown mm-hmm. since November uh, t- of 2020 against the Denver Broncos when Wait. he was still with Atlanta. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, for the amount of completions that he had yesterday with Tannehill and then that touchdown, for the amount of completions that they ha- that he had during the game and then how he was, uh, he got that touchdown. Uh, yeah. I think there's fire... There's more fire coming. Yeah, honestly, you better watch out, AFC. I'm telling you. And the, and the NFC, too. Mm-hmm. So what about your favorite play, Mom? Well, mine was, I'm going to call it the Tana Thrill Houdini mm-hmm. play. Nice. Where he looked a lot like Steve McNair from the 2000 Super Bowl. This It was such an amazing play, and it looked like he was going to get sacked. Honestly, I thought... I was sure he was going to get was, sacked. I was panicking. I thought that our season would have to come down to the wire, and it did. But honestly, this play gave us a lot more breathing room with the tight game with the Texans. It did. He was able to maneuver out of a potential sack. And listener, if you haven't seen it yet, just Google Tannehill Houdini. (laughs) I think it's (laughs) honestly showing up like that. But one of the more unbelievable plays I've seen all season, I think. Yeah. And There's an account that I follow on Twitter. It's called No Context Tennessee Titans. And I'm telling you, brilliant account because all they do is they just post videos. There's no words. They don't say anything. Because it's out of context. Yep. It's there's absolutely no context. No reference. But um, they shared a side-by-side video of Tana Thrill and Air (laughs) McNair right next to each other. I like that. Tana Thrill and Air McNair. mm -hmm. That's what they used to call them. Air McNair, yeah. Rest in peace, Steve. Yes. And so, yeah, you just have to look it up. And beautiful play. And I think that that kind of just gave the momentum, the guys that they needed to finish out the game. Yeah. So we said there's a lot to cover in this episode. We are only going to feature one of the six things from Mr. Jim Wyatt's article, six things that stood out for the Tennessee Titans in Sunday's win over the Texans on TennesseeTitans.com. So, listener, be sure to check that out. Jim is such an excellent writer, and he recaps the game so well every week. And in kind of, I feel like he's writing like he's in he's reading my thoughts. Absolutely. And so I, I think we both kind of um, feel that way about this one selection. Yeah, he just analyzes it on how it is and mm-hmm. just says it how it is. It's just really cool. You go check it out. Our selection is titled, Holding On. Okay, admit it. The second half was scary. Oh my gosh. As Titans fans had to have been thinking, what in the name of Sam Sloman is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, can I interrupt you for a second? Can you tell your listener if they don't remember or they don't know who Sam Sloman is? Well, he's a hero. <laughs> he is a Titans hero. Oh, oh legends. He yeah. gave us our first AFC South title last year against the Texans. A doinker that went in. <laughs> Couldn't have been any more of any well-scripted. This, honestly, he will forever go down as a Titans legend mm-hmm. and helping us get to the playoffs. The game-winning point. Wow. Yeah. So what in the name of Sam Sloman is going on? A 21 to nothing halftime lead shrunk to 21 to 18. And after jumping back ahead, 28 to 18, the Texans cut the lead back to 28 to 25 in the closing minutes. After a dominant performance of the defense in the first half, the defense was shaky in the second half. 
After getting into a rhythm in the second quarter, the Titans looked out of sync in the third quarter. But hey, the Titans made the plays when they needed to on Sunday, and that included the last third down run from Dontrell Hilliard, who has absolutely had a season this oh year. Oh my gosh, yeah. That went for a first down, and then they got the win, and now the ASC will run through Nashville. <laughs> I got goosebumps for that. I like how Mr. Jim does not sugarcoat it. He really is kind of looking at it from the fans' perspective. But also, too, there's some frustration, I think, genuineness from him that he's looking at going, this is not how the Titans need to be performing. And going forward, I know without a doubt, I watched press conferences with Coach Vrabel immediately after the game. I listened to Titans radio and heard all of that. And they know what they have to fix. And they're going to get in there. They're going to yep. get healthy again. They're already on their way. Yeah. So many players were back. It's Honest, incredible. And we know we didn't see Derek. I know, but the King could be returning in the exactly. divisional. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, because when our episode came out last week, Derek was returning to the practice field, but then he wound up not being activated for Sunday's game. Yeah. But I'm not worried. It's Derek Henry. He's going to be back. And, you know, on that note, we have a little clip from our friend Kyle Brandt, who talked about the Titans on Monday morning's Good Morning Football. And we'll go ahead and play that right now. What impresses me the most is in a conference full of sizzle, the Titans got the steak, baby. They really do. <laughs> you can, you know, Mahomes and Burrow and Allen, they're all young quarterbacks. Titans, just we just win games. I don't care how cool we are. And three things I like about them going into the playoffs. One... Uh, resume. They have beaten three division winners. Division winners. They've beaten the Bills. They've beaten the Chiefs. They've beaten the Rams. Playing well. They've won four out of five games. They're hot. And then lastly, the thing that Peter was talking about, this whole motivation deal. Mm -hmm. I've seen people we know and love wonder aloud. I'll throw, I'll throw his name out there. Old friend Ross Tucker on Twitter. Wondering aloud, this is the worst one seed since finish this sentence. Like, just straight up saying you guys are trash and crap and you're just going to get knocked off. I don't know about the Super Bowl yet, Peter, but I will guarantee this right now. Or I'm going to a week ahead of ourselves. I guarantee the Titans will win the divisional round. Whoever they play, I don't know who it's going to be. They're going to have a week off. I'm already predicting the Titans to win. I think the Titans will be in the title game. I think they're rolling. They got a good record and a good seating, and I think they'll go to the title game. I do. So first of all, I love the fact that he referenced the Titans as being steak because when we had a conversation with him, it was pizza or steak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he referenced the Titans as steak in a world full of sizzle. Where are the actual True. steak? You know, and I love that. And he is referencing the fact that we have the resume. We have the wins that we have. We are a contending team. Like, exactly. We have good players. Yep. And he, I love the fact that he's choosing us without even knowing who we're going to play, that we're going to win the divisional round. And yeah. I think he's right. Yeah. So shout out to our friend of the pod, Kyle Brandt. Yes. From Good Morning Football. Shout out to Kyle. And thank you, Kyle, for the intro for the show for this week. Well, we have lots of Titans trivia today, and we were able to gather some from Twitter, which is one of my favorite places to find some trivia. We do this research together, so this is kid-approved, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first one, Mike Herndon, at Mike Miracles on Twitter. He said that the 2021 Titans became the first team in NFL history to record at least eight wins against teams that finished the season with a winning record. That is honestly one of the coolest facts you'll uh, you'll hear, honestly, because that shows that the Titans can beat 
the contending teams. They've showed it against the Rams, the Chiefs, the Bills. I can go on and on. This team is ready to prove that they can run the AFC and yeah, the NFL. We're worthy of the AFC number one seed. Um, moving on to NFL research on Twitter. This is only the second time in franchise history that the Titans had four players with 50-plus yards receiving and a touchdown. The last one was October 14, 1990, when they were still the Houston Oilers, and that was against the Bengals. There's only been six occurrences in total over the past seven seasons in the NFL. Crazy. That's awesome. And for this past Sunday's game... We had Anthony Ferkser with 56 yards, Julio Jones with 58 <laughs> yards, A.J. Brown with 68 yards, and NWI, Nick Westbrook-Akina, with 78 yards. Incredible. Honestly. I love, uh, I mean, bring on the stats. Just bring them all on. We can, we can ground and pound with the run, but we can still kill you in there. Exactly. High five with that. And this was sent to us by Titan for Life, former Titan safety Blaine Bishop at bbishop23. And he's also the co-host of the Blaine and Mickey show. Shout out to those guys. They're incredible. 1045. 104.5 The Zone in Nashville every day, Monday through Friday from 1 to 3. little plug to them. Yes. Um, and he got this sentence to me also from NFL Research. The Titans are the number one seed despite not having a 1,000-yard rusher or a 1,000-yard receiver. Wow. Four teams in the last 25 seasons. I know I didn't share this one with you yet. Um, Four teams in the last 25 seasons can make that claim, and three of them, are you ready for this? They won the Super Bowl. Okay. The 96 Packers, the 2003 Patriots, and the 2017 Eagles. Are you ready for this next level stat, Kaysen? I'm excited. Just so happens that our coach, Mike Vrabel, was on that winning 2003 New England Patriots team. Let's yes. go. <laughs> so He's been there. I know. He's been there. He knows. So if he got a touchdown. Yes. If that stat doesn't get anyone who's a Titans fan pumped up, I don't know what to tell you. Honestly. It's incredible. He's been there. He knows what it's like. So... Um, let's let's get one for Nashville. Yep, let's get one for Coach Vrabel. And finally, one more fantastic stat from Mr. Jim Wyatt. Ryan Tannehill became the only QB other than Warren Moon to record multiple seasons with at least 3,500 passing yards with the franchise. Ryan finished the season with 3,734 yards, 21 touchdowns, and just 14 interceptions. Okay. Shout out to Ryan Tannehill. Shout out to I Ryan mean, Tannehill. What more do we need to say? Tanner thrill. Roll, Tana Thrill, and Tana Wheels. Tana Wheels. Yeah. We can go on and on. <laughs> I know. And a little extra stat from ESPN.com. Our friend Teron Davenport at T Davenport underscore NFL on Twitter, he feels like Coach Mike Vrabel should be coach of the year, without a doubt. We lost Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Bud Dupree, and others for multiple games. But we still got the top seed, rostered NFL record of 91 players on game day, beat the Rams, the Chiefs, the Bills, all playoff teams, and swept the Colts. Twice. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Incredible. I mean, I, I know we could go on and on with these statistics, but I thought these were some really interesting ones that 
needed to be shared again. And I just want to talk about the fact that it's a hard knock life. For the Colts. It's Honestly. a hard knock life for the, t- for the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. That's a good one. I can't claim uh, ownership to that one. That one actually came from the Jaguars after they beat the Colts. That was literally <laughs> what they Jaguars did. bringing some fire. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Sorry, Colts. Uh, uh, better well, luck next yeah. year. Um, but moving on. Yes. So some more exciting news. <laughs> yeah. It's Mr. Jim Wyatt's Bridges Report brought to you by me, <laughs> your mom. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> well, still kind of work. And take it away, Mr. Jim. This is Jim Wyatt of TennesseeTitans.com. And this week's Bridges Report is sweatpants. <laughs> that is the best uniform combination I've seen in a while. Honestly, I think I have the exact same combination. I think I'm wearing it right now. Yeah, I really, you know, we hope the Titans are wearing their sweatpants on Sunday, chillax and relax and whatever. While still preparing for the divisional round. Oh, 100% we know they'll be doing that. But at least maybe they'll be in their sweatpants. Yeah. Uh, just uh, just like us, we're just chilling on the couch watching the wild card game. Yeah. So the Titans' next game could be Saturday, January 23rd or Sunday, January 24th. So, Kaysen, with that in mind, can you just do a quick little breakdown of what the next two weeks looks like for Titans fans to look out for? Or are we really looking out for anyone to win over someone else? I mean, like... I think we need the Steelers to win over Kansas City. I would like that to happen. I mean, I I I'd like to see Big Ben. Hey, stranger things have happened. Yeah. I mean, honestly, come on. Last year, Rams upsetting the Seahawks in the playoffs. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. And the Bucs winning the Super Bowl. Mm. <laughs> but this, but out of all the possible um, six remaining teams other than us in the playoffs, we will either face the Bengals, the Patriots, the Raiders, or the Steelers. Now, the Steelers play Kansas City next week. And if the Steelers win, then they would automatically face the Titans because as the number one seed, we would face the lowest seed remaining. And that would knock Kansas City out, correct? Yes. That would... Ooh, let's go Steelers. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I'll be first time I've heard a that. bumblebee next week for that. Yeah. <laughs> that I re- Honestly, I, I do really hope Big Ben will at least have one more, uh, one more game and it can end in Nashville. There we go. Yeah. But if the Steelers were to lose and the Patriots were to win in Buffalo, then we would face the Patriots. Okay. And it's also the same thing with the Raiders. If they beat Cincinnati, then we will face the Raiders. But if the Cincinnati beats the Raiders, then we will face Cincinnati. I think I got that. So we won't know, though, until, what, Sunday night or Monday of next week? That would I be... think we'll know Monday night. Okay, so that would be... Monday, the 17th of January, 2022, well, when we would know who we're facing. We would know who we're facing on Sunday, uh, typically, but... Or what time, rather, when whether it's going to be Saturday or Sunday. Probably at night, I would say. But I hope so. Because yeah, that's when Steelers Chiefs is wrapped up. It's going to be on NBC at night on Sunday. So we'd probably know by then, mm-hmm. uh, like, who we're facing. It, oh, I thought you meant, like, we were going to have a night game. That's what I'm hoping oh. for. Uh, I'm I hope saying that too. when would we know if we're playing on Saturday or Sunday? Uh, we'd probably know by like Monday because the only game on Monday, Monday is Monday the in, 17th. Because Monday is an NFC game and it doesn't really have any implications for the Titans opponent, so we'd probably know by Monday. I love it. Yeah. I can't wait. Cannot wait. And but then at the same time I'm I'm welcoming the bye week. Yeah. I'm just trying to get used to the fact that we have one. Yeah, I'm we're going to definitely um 
I mean, the Packers are probably used to it, but we're just the, we're the new guys coming in. I know. Hey, guys, what's going on? <laughs> Listener, you can find us on TennesseeTitans.com under audio. Search down for the podcast section, and you'll see us right next to some fantastic shows, mm-hmm. all from the official Tennessee Titans podcast network. Also, please look for us on Apple Podcast app and Spotify. Share a review on Apple Podcasts and leave a rating on Spotify and let us know what you think. We would love to hear from you. Also find us on Instagram at Titans Talk with Kaysen. You can find Jim Wyatt on Twitter and Instagram at Sports. Also, listener, be sure to download the Tennessee Titans app where you can find our show in the audio tab, some awesome hype videos, oh, yeah. the schedule, and game day info. Is there anything else we want to cover before we go? It feels like kind of a short show. Yeah. But... Is there anything else you want to share? Uh, not really. Just chill and uh, get ready for the divisional rounds. Yeah, man. High five to that. Oh, so excited. All right, listener. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to the show. It really means a lot that you listen to us. This is Kaysen and Carrie signing off. But don't forget to tighten up and be Tennessee tough for the playoffs. Yes.